over time, it very well could be. And if that happens and they start splitting dollars and the NCAA is competing with this league for, for money, right? It's not just the NCAA that loses. It's the colleges. Because now all of a sudden, they're not getting the superstars that they have. They're probably going to get less people going to their, their games over time. Not immediately, right? So no one, like, give me crap for that. Over time, as the alumni start dwindling away, right? Mm-hmm. And less and less people keep going. And they're, I mean, it's just, it's super disruptive. And then you talk about the whole college system. The whole university system starts to crumble upon the, the house of cards that they built. Well, there's a lot of different factors to put into it. Like, for one, that's where a lot of the college's money comes from. I'm not going to say from all sports. of it because a lot of it is, like, you know, tuition, books, yeah. whatever. But there's, like, sports is a big chunk. Well, you know? Yeah, well, I'll give you an example. Michigan, <laughs> for people that know Michigan, the college football Michigan world, their football program is, like, 90% of their sports revenue. That's kind of scary. It's super scary. It means they're they're dependent on it. All their, all their eggs are in one basket there. Yep. Yeah. Now, and so and, – but – and the thing is – NCAA football is in the same boat, right? Mm-hmm. What happens if someone jumped in and created a league that had LeVar Ball's attention the way he does? Because he's got national attention. Yeah. Good or bad, you don't have to like him. You just have to – you can't argue with that. If someone were to jump in and do that league and be able to compete with the NCAA football-wise, which is way harder. I'm aware of that. Football world is way harder to compete with here in the U.S., um, but if someone were to come and do that, it would, uh, in the same way, would start crippling what's going on in college football. You right? Because, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll give you, like, it's just crazy the way this works out. Like, college football, for example, they don't have to change crap. There's no one competing with them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There's no capitalism going on there. Which is, I mean, that's, yeah. that's real bad. And the know. moment that capitalism enters that world things start getting real crazy because then they have to adjust what they're doing. Now you're competing. So you're either going to stick to your guns and say, like, we're going to keep not paying these players or you're going to have to change some stuff and start doing what everybody wants you to do in the first place. Yes. Right? And college football's got a lot of problems. They do have a lot of problems. Right? Like, it's not just the paying thing. It's also, like, the college, the playoffs thing is interesting because no one likes the way the playoffs are set up. Like, a four-team playoff, out of all of the D1 schools – not all of them, but like the top tier D1 schools in the U.S., there's four teams you're going to send to the playoffs? Are you kidding me? So I'm not really familiar with football so, statistics. Well, that's okay, but I'm just letting you know. Like, Well, think about this. Are there more college football teams or are there more NFL teams? There's more college teams. Right? Obviously. So why in the hell is the NCAA sending four players to the four? They have a four-team playoff when the NFL has a much wider playoff thing. There's timing stuff that gets along, but come on. You can figure it out. But anyway, that's my rant. That the whole thing. I love that. I hate LeVar Ball. I think he's an idiot. He's a marketing genius. And a, apparently a business genius as well. So I'm kind of liking him now. But I don't know. That's just crazy. Um, talk about the next thing. I'll be back. Um, well, actually, he he stated some things about the NCAA, actually. He, he did throw some yeah, shade. Yeah, yeah. What did I'm, he say? I'm kind of reading. So these are all in quotes. Quotes, quotes by the way. Is this about someone being part of a university and playing basketball or any other sport with that school's jersey on, representing that institution, or is it about preparing me for my career, my professional career as a ball player? And then his next statement was, 
if it's the latter, you can do that inside the university, and you might be a, and it might be a really good way to go. But if you don't, if you don't want to, and you don't think that's the right life for you and your family, then just don't come. Dang. Essentially. Shade, shade, shade. He said, so those kids who are one and done, they really shouldn't be there with the with the NCAA trying to hold them hostage. Not not allowing them to keep the jersey they wear while selling replicas of them in the in the store. So our guy isn't going to go to Florida State for a year. He's going to come out of our league. And all they need to do is produce one superstar? Oh, yeah. And, and then, then it's freaking game over for the all, NCAA, man. They have all this attention, yeah. Then it's freaking game over because then those one-and-done guys, they're one-and-done for a reason. I think I know something really, really interesting, and I have like a kind of a, an odd a prediction. If this like picks up, it it's, will. It's gonna it will. be kind of the thing like the AFL and then like the and then like the NFL. You're gonna have a really good player coming from this league and a really good player coming from this league, and you're gonna have the what like the what if battle. Who's like, better? Yeah, like what if these two, you know? And then all of a sudden, that's how attention grows. You yep. Know? Which is wouldn't that be nuts if like a professional league grew out of this? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a if they're calling it a junior league, but. Let's be real. Like the way basketball works is some of those kids that are in college can compete with some basketball player with some NBA players. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way that system works out. Um, it'd be really crazy. I'm like I'm saying, like just one one superstar, right? Like you probably don't know names, but I'm gonna throw some out. Like what if, like a well, I mean, you know this one. What if a LeBron James came out of that league? LeBron James, right? Yeah, and won go. some championships, and all of a sudden he came from that league. Guess where the kids are going, right? Mm-hmm. Guess where, like, where freaking, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, where do you think? Like, I'm thinking about like my friend, like Jabri, for example. Like, where do you think his son is going to go play basketball? Right? Is he going to go to a college for a year and try and get into that college and have to move away or you know however that plays out, or is he going to go play for his league, get paid a pretty good salary? To be in that league that would get them to the to to mm-hmm. the NBA. I can see the only it's downside so with this is that there's it's very easy to get into a college to play basketball. It's not easy to get into a league with only eighty players. Sure. That's the only downside sure. that I can see to it. It's and easier. Course, yes. not, not easy, but yes. easier. Yes. Just expand the league. If you want to play college ball, you can apply at hundreds of universities mm-hmm. sending hundreds of okay, applications so let and me tell you if i wanted to play college uh, basketball i probably could ray you scale it no you couldn't fair. you wouldn't make a team <laughs> i mean if you were like a d3 i need to make like super the fourth, yeah fourth so, string whatever but like uh, let me talk about why that's so important because it's not what it is now but what it could be right mm-hmm. we're not talking about one league now right what happens when texas creates their own like system of basketball leagues where they're all funded by companies right or sponsored by big companies that then they pay their players the much as we were talking about right mm-hmm. and then you're talking about private junior companies that are sponsored by Halliburton for example where they pay their however big their roster is $3000 a month right out of high school because they want that league to win mhm Mm, I can see that. It, yeah. And you talk about scaling on a mas- national level. Like there could be a bunch of these little leagues that pop up. We've seen this before in several places. Wrestling. Mm, okay. There was a ton of different like sections of wrestling, right? Um, like Hulk Hogan came from a different league and it took 
it took McMahon to come in and like really clump them all together into the world, you know, the WWF and then eventually WWE. But that's what it used to be. It was a bunch of private, like a bunch of different private um, wrestling organizations. Um, And then just McMahon was just really good and he just took over the world. But like we've seen that happen before. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not impossible to think that that could happen to basketball. And I bet you people at the NCAA are very aware of that. Crap in their pants right now. Yes, because it's not like I mean he has capital to start it. He's not broke. Yeah, you know. And it's how many players did you say it was somebody? It's eighty players. Eighty players. How 80 much players. are they paying him again? Minimum of three thousand okay. a month. Maximum of ten thousand a month. So eighty players. Multiply that. What did you say it was? Figure out what that number is. Okay. So if we do, let's just split it in the middle. Um, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What is that five? You can't really do max. Max it out. Ten thousand dollars a month. Ten thousand dollars a month times, times 80, 80 players times so twelve times twelve. That is nine million dollars a year. That is a smaller, like nine million dollars is not that much. No, it's really not. To fund a league, and that's a whole league he's talking about. To fund the entire league, you need nine million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Billionaires, people that are own that own NBA teams. What happens when Mark Cuban decides to start his own league too? Because he's like, I want to build a feeder team that goes into the Dallas Mavericks, right? And then Mark Cuban throws $10 million at a league because he's got billions. Mm-hmm. NCAA's in trouble, dude. So um, set us up for the next segment. I'll be back. Okay. What's the next segment? No, no, no keep recording. But oh, okay, okay. So I don't know where Paul went, but we're going to jump right into a little bit more familiar territory with me. Um it's going to be rather interesting. So the biggest fighting game tournament <coughs> of the year, we're, at, we're going to jump into eSports here. The biggest fighting game tournament of the year is called Evolution or Evo. And this year for 2018, it's, uh, well, every, every, every single year, uh, the fighting game community or the FGC is kind of growing um, substantially, really, as far as like viewership and players and, of course, like, you know, like money, but a bunch of sponsors within these past few years, especially within these past few few years from 2015, 16, 17, and even 18, the tournament has been growing substantially. It's been kind of stagnant for a while. However, sponsors are jumping in massively, and I kind of want to wait for uh, Paul to show back up, but it's very interesting to see kind of this world that I, not that I grew up in, I jump in, maybe I jumped in maybe... 2012 after high school so it was still relatively small ish but there are a lot of these players that have been playing for like 30 years since like the 90s um so let me see if i can check if i can find a page of these sponsors that would be interesting but i don't think i'm gonna be able to find the this one because you'd be genuinely surprised at uh uh it was sponsors at the that the kind of sponsors that kind of jump in um Let's see. Evo sponsors. Let's look at these. Well, it gets like a picture, I guess. Um, yeah, that's kind of an older image. I wish I could find a, ni- a nice little reputable site about their sponsors, which is kind of interesting. Um, it was founded in 1996, believe it or not. Oh. 
<clears throat> oh man. All right, I'm back. Sorry. All right. What happened? What'd you set us up for? What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about esports. I'm ready. I kind of want to jump into all of it, but okay. for for sake, for kind of time's sake, we're going to talk about like fighting games now. Okay. Right. So we're talking about Evo, though, right? You yeah, brought- yeah, yeah. So I brought up uh, Evo. It's been kind of growing uh, consistently, but these past few years, it's been exponential growth. It's like it kind of exploded a little bit. Um, yeah. And as of this year, we've had. In the past two years, we've had three major sponsors pop up. Red Bull, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Geico. Geico, you said, was recent, right? Yeah, they were as of this year. Um, they're kind of like a big deal. And it's it's just kind of interesting to see because whenever sponsors get into the mix, you have to kind of please the sponsors. And esports really hasn't seen that spotlight yet. It's been more of like an mm-hmm. underground type thing where we just Oops. kind of do what they want. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting. Are you worried that that's going to disrupt some stuff? I am, um, because we've we're already seeing this kind of uh, strange like behavior, like uh, like you know, like for example, whenever you think of like the OGs of like let's say like martial arts, you think of like Bruce Lee, right? He's very zen. He like respects the art. And then you're talking about sponsors getting involved, and then we're at the MMA. Yes. And then or I'm into UFC. Yeah, or like, you know, boxing, whatever. And like, you have all of these old, like, I say the word old, they're like not even like 40 years, you know. Oh, geez. But these players Original who, gangsters. Who, who have been playing since like the 90s. And then you have these people that are showing up that are, you know, new and they kind of like, the term is like villain. They kind of like villainize it. But it brings viewership. Yep. <clears throat> you know, it's a lot more exciting but we're already you're, starting to see you're the og martial artist who respects the craft i do respect that yeah. and you are worried that with the attention comes people who don't respect it so much and are there for the attention or for the money yes of course there's nothing wrong with people every time there's nothing wrong with people who like disrespect someone because it's part of the art Mm-hmm. But if they're disrespecting someone just because they want money, that's a completely different story. But that's going to happen. Like you can't yes. avoid that, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. I think it's really interesting because the it it's going to be really cool watching that play itself out as the as the esports gets bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. like Evo, for example, um, because with big sponsors, big money, right? They're going to get more people showing up to it. It's going to start bl- like it's going to be a national phenomenon, like. It's not impossible to think that the fighting game world here could get as big as um, the way, like, StarCraft is in Korea, mm-hmm. right? like, in, in South Korea, right? Like, that's a – they rent out entire stadiums for yeah. those like, those PC games, right? Not, not American football stadiums. Like, they, soccer stadiums. They rent out, like, soccer stadiums. Yeah, and, and a ton of people show up, right? It's it not far that far-fetched to think that that could happen here. I mean that would be sure. that'd be cool. That'd be really neat. It's man, we're living through such a cool like time period right now. We're watching all these shifts happening. Um, man, I'm just I'm super excited about the future. I it's going to be, be crazy. Yeah. And we're we're and of course you're seeing like like you have like for example whenever you think of like martial arts again, you you have a name it's like Bruce Lee. Whenever you think of basketball, it's like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Or, or like golfing, it's you know like Tiger Woods. There's always like a few players or one players that are, or, you know, like Babe Ruth. Like, mm-hmm. there's always a few players or one player that's kind of like cemented Legends. themselves into, like, whenever you think of it, yep. that's what you think of. Yeah. Right? 
And it's very strange that, like, I don't know. Like, fighting games is taking a weird twist because now the games are not so much being built from the ground up as a, on a professional level. They're being building from th from the ground up where how do we entertain people who are watching? Every every sport does that though. Yes, every and sport does that. To the people like who really care about it, it's upsetting. Yeah, it's. I mean, it just sucks because the games are not being the games are no longer heading toward a direction of skill. The heading the games are heading into a direction of entertainment. It's no longer a skill based game. It's an entertainment based. How game. though? How how would how does that change though? Like what rules can come in play that would change the skill based? Well, for fighting games, I can talk about patches for days. Like how they update games. Uh -huh. So I can give you a really brief example is defensive options. You need to be able to defend yourself in the corner. Right? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try to... But that does not lead to exciting gameplay. It doesn't. So what is the patch? So they what there was is basically you have options to get out of certain kind of uh, situations. Right? Let's say I wanted to grab or I wanted to jump. Those are two separate options. Cool. What you can do is what's called an option select and connect them two together. So you can basically defend against both. Okay. Well, what the patch did is it took that away. So now you have to select between both options instead of just one. Yeah. And then you have like multiple option selects here. And but hold on. Blah, but, blah, like, blah. but let me let me argue with you for a little bit on this. Why does that mean it's not skill based anymore? Because. Well, no, like that's just one example. I can give but, a lot of okay, but I'm yeah. just saying for that specific example, why does that mean it's not skill based anymore? Simply because that's kind of how fighting games have been since the beginning. That that but, option select but, has been there since sure, Street Fighter. That does not mean it's not skill based. It's a different skill, right? I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it you is. You just don't like the changes. No, no, no. That's just one of them. There's been right. some, like one they're reducing. All the... I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, like, yeah, of course, there are going to be changes that do not fall in line with the way the game was supposed to be played originally. But things change, right? Mm -hmm. This is like this is the same thing that I have conversations with people about the marketing and business world, right? Like, just because the game has changed and now your TV commercials don't get in front of many people doesn't mean the world's ending no it means you've got to make a shift because if you want to keep competing you've got to make a shift and li and fit into the world that's coming and not be so tied down to the world that you wished it was yes right because with the video game world for example you can't have it both ways you can't have the attention that it's getting right now but also keep like the soul of the game intact right mm-hmm you don't. You can't have it both ways. Well, here's 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 where I'm gonna I, I disagree with you on that. Okay. Whenever something gets a lot of attention and they want something to be professional, they add rules to eliminate uncertainty. Because if you play rock, 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 paper, scissors all all day, I mean, I'm sure there is a lot of s skill. But if you ask the majority of people, they'll tell you it's luck based. Mm -hmm. The same with. Same with poker. Now, believe it or not, poker has a lot to do with skill. Of course it does. And a lot, and a lot to do with luck. Same thing as boxing. It's considered high luck and high skill, which is why you see people consistently winning the poker series. It's, yeah. it's, not, all, it's not all luck. But people add rules to it to kind of eliminate the uncertainty. Dice, I mean, chess in its original form was played with dice. It was not how it was. And then whenever it started getting serious... They started eliminating the random factors and started to make it more of like a skill-based. 
which we see with Street Fighter and others, like certain like st- certain uh, stages are banned. You can only pick this character, like a real whatever, blah blah mm. blah. But then the game itself does like kind of does the opposite. It kind of it, like invokes this kind of randomness, like where you you where you have to guess, essentially. But they're trying to take the guessing out. The rules are, but the game is not. The game is keeping the guessing in, right? That's that's. I mean, that's just way over. I get it. I get it. But it's really complicated. No, so, like, whenever whenever you take out the option option select, you now have to guess, right, between one and two. When before you could just put them two together. Sure. But now you now you have, you're to, have guess. to guess. Yeah. You to because guess. you're gonna. It's fifty fifty chance 50/50. of whether you're gonna be right. Yes. And that's gonna lead to some sort of activity. Yeah. And that's a really crude example, but there's a lot of scenarios. But you know, again. It's where the world's headed, right? You can sit here and complain about it, or get on the or get on the train, mm-hmm. right? Essentially, yeah. That's it. Like that's that. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Because sitting and complaining or wishing the way you wish it was a certain way never, ever, ever works out. No, right? But it is interesting because not a single player that has attention likes the changes. Nobody likes it at at all at all. It's okay. At all, at all. I'm sure Babe like Ruth I'm sure Babe Ruth it. didn't like a lot of the changes that happened to baseball. I'm sure. Yeah. It's the game like they're not special. Right? Like they don't get to decide how this gets played out. No. The market does. If the market that wants video games to be more exciting wants it to be more exciting then that's what's going to happen. Like no one person defines how something should be done just because it's the way it used to be. Yes. I, I mean, agree. you know what I mean? And I get it. Like, I know, I, I know where you're coming from. Cause like you don't like the changes. I get it. But it is what it is. You want the money. You got to play the game. If you want the attention. You got to play the game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like play a different game that doesn't have attention. Okay. Right. Yep. There you go. And that's all it is. But anyway, long story. Sh- like the biggest the thing I really like talking about with this, though, is, like, why all those changes are happening. Because attention's starting to come that way. Mm-hmm. More people are watching it. More people are playing it. And I, I probably talked about this on a previous podcast, on a previous episode, where it's really cool because anybody can play the game. Yes. It's not like football or it's not like MMA where you've got to put in, like, physical work and you've got to have a body type right like this is a this is a skill based game that is way more here than it is here right yes. and to say er, er, to say everybody can do it is true but well, but like me, before you say cuz i'm going to say this okay. just because everybody can do it doesn't mean everybody's going to be good at it yes and i i know exactly that's what you're about to say cuz it does take an incredible amount of um like dedication and tenacity to get to actually get good at that game, right? I can play the game. I'm terrible at it. You know why? Because I'm not going to spend eight hours a day practicing, right? Mm-hmm. There's some people that will. There was that. Uh, there was an interview with a Korean player. He played. I think it was Dota or League. I don't mm-hmm. really remember. And there was an interview because he was officially the world's highest paid esports player, and he made above average for the national NFL player. So he made hmm. more money than the average, so it was like a big deal, whatever, you know, because like, like overseas, everyone compares money to American sports because they make ridiculous amounts of money. So yeah. I think I don't know. I think his salary was like twelve or fifteen million a year. I don't know. It was like a lot. And then they asked him in like an interview, 
it was like, yeah, so you must be rich or blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, like my family's well off, you know, you know, you know, so I didn't really have to worry. And he's like, yeah, so you must live like a luxurious lifestyle, you know, blah, blah, you know, you have all these cars. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, you have all this money. Don't you have like a nice car? He's like, no, I live in my game house because the sponsors build them the game houses. Um, and she's like, you know, have your own place. And like, she kept trying to ask him questions. And he, and he was like, I need you to understand, like, when you practice as much as I do, you don't have time to spend money. He was practicing like 12, like 15 hours a day. Yeah. And then he didn't have time to go get a realtor and get a house and go would, buy a car. And he literally did nothing. He ordered food and ate like inside of the game house mm -hmm. and lived there. Like, but you know what you do if you have that much money, you hire someone to do everything for you. Yeah. You, you can clone yourself if you have enough money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not like really, but like you hire an assistant, I'm going to pay you $40,000 a year and I just need you to do stuff that I can't mm -hmm. like go buy me a house. Yeah. No, that's true right I don't go know. buy me a car like that you know what i'm saying like if you have that much money that's just a time-saving thing right yeah, yeah people look at that we're talking about something totally different but people look at like that analogy for example and i'm like that's a huge waste of money why would i do that like that's dumb like no you're saving time like there's a real value to that mm -hmm. you know what i mean i would do that in a heartbeat if i had the money to pay a personal assistant heartbeat because it would save me so much time it would save me so much flack like if I could find someone who was like really good at like staying organized and keep my life organized, ooh, in a heartbeat. Like, hey, I also need you to go grocery shopping for me today because I've got six meetings I'm going to, right? Like, it's just time. It makes sense. It makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. Everybody looks at that like, why do you need an assistant? There are, there are very minute things that you cannot hire somebody to do for you, like personally. Like what? Like work out. No, oh yeah, of course. There or, are some, like or, the or things like, that require yeah, you to do or it. like, like yeah, you can hire somebody to prep your meals for you, but you're the one who has to eat them at, at yeah. the end of the day. But again, like know? same thing. Like you have a nutritionist. Yeah. Hire a nutritionist who the only job is to make sure you wake up in the morning, go work out, and they feed you all day. Mm -hmm. Someone would do that for forty thousand a year. Yep, I'm sure they would. Right? Yeah. Like those, and that's a real thing. That's so people that are listening to this think I'm like being ridiculous. Like there's a real market for that. There are personal nutritionists who have one client. I have a friend who well, I have two friends. I don't, I don't know if one of them takes it takes it as seriously as as uh, the other. But my friend owns a. I actually want to get her in in here, but she's always busy. Mm -hmm. um, she owns a workout fitness place, and she does like food prep and she does yoga and she's like really really like built mm -hmm. like, she's like like she's like like a really scary person but like ripped yeah yeah it's awesome um but uh she does like the food prep thing and what she does is if a client can't make it she'll do like skype calls w with them and she'll like tell them what they need you know yeah because i don't really know how that works i don't know why you just can't she's down, going but. she's going real wide though she has like a ton of different people she does she, that for. yeah she like does like instagram and yeah. snapchat and facebook and she's always so but can you she's imagine doing the right thing can you imagine if like like uh, uh bill gates had like was paying its own nutritionist he probably does you know what i mean like it it's not that far-fetched to think that a billionaire would pay eighty thousand dollars a year for someone to make sure that they ate healthy yeah especially like makes sense yeah and and like people for like a like you know for movies oftentimes they'll have two or three like nutritionists to make sure the actors look fit, oh yeah of course fit for the role of yeah. course and yeah. then they like work them out and stuff of yeah. course of course of course and players nfl players like professional athletes of course they do it all all of that makes sense but to to a lot of people um who like 
who have normal salaries, right? Mm-hmm. Then like that means seems seems pretty stupid. It, like it's just not it yeah, doesn't yeah. seem worth it because yeah. you know what I mean. But anyway, um, well, cool. What else, Ray? What else have you got for us today? Because I know um, I mean we got into the esports thing, but I think that's it. Unless you have anything to, I'm good. I think it's awesome. I think it was a good day. Um, yeah, check this out. Uh, make sure you follow us and stuff. Oh, I've got an outro. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I uh, shift? Shift space. Shift space. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you leave us a a comment, send a call in, give us a like, give us a share, subscribe to get all the latest headlines from our perspective. We appreciate any feedback you guys got. Um, Yeah, we'll see you soon.